guys welcome back to another episode of storytelling with lou on today's episode we'll be talking about um, being aware of your sense of self you know self-awareness and everything that is involved with being self-aware so let's get into it i got this article from um, helpline.com and it felt like the most relatable one that i could find you know that i'm pretty sure all of us will be able to relate to so let's see what is in here and um, let's get to talk about it now your sense of self refers to your perception of the collection of characteristics that define you personality traits abilities likes and dislikes your belief system or moral code and the things that motivate you these are all these all contribute to self-image or your unique identity as a person people who can easily describe these aspects of their identity typically have a fairly strong sense of who they are struggling to name more than a few of these characteristics might point to a less defined sense of self you may not spend much time consciously thinking about your identity but it still affects your life knowing who you are allows you to live with purpose and develop satisfying relationships both of which can contribute to overall good emotional health so why is sense being aware of your sense of self important some people can make it pretty far in life without giving their identity too much thought so you might wonder does a strong sense of self really make a difference it absolutely does your self-image can also fuel recognition of your own worth you aren't perfect but you still have great value self-knowledge makes it easier to accept your entire self both the traits you're proud of and those you'd like to improve if you do feel dissatisfied with certain aspects of yourself you'll have an easier time addressing those areas when you have a strong sense of your nature and abilities lacking a clearly defined sense of self on the other hand often makes it tough to know exactly what you want if you feel uncertain or indecisive when it comes to time when it comes time to make important choices you may end up struggling to make any choice at all so as a result you might simply drift through life carried by other people and circumstances rather than your own momentum this often leads to discontent even when noting specific wrongs and you can't identify the source of your unhappiness now we talk about checking in with your sense of self so where does your sense of self fall on the spectrum Perhaps you've noticed a pattern of making choices based on what you think other people want from you. Or maybe you don't have many ambitions or deep-seated passions and simply feel content to go with life and go with the flow. Asking yourself the questions that are right and that can give you insights are actually very important. So the first question is, do I say yes to make others happy? It's totally fine to accommodate others sometimes, but if you always agree to what others want, you likely aren't living for yourself, which is very true. Defining yourself mostly by relationships with others 
or your ability to please your loved ones can suggest a less developed sense of self. It also gives you self self esteem issues. So, yeah. And um, what are your strengths? Sense of self depends on not only recognizing your strengths, but also believing in your capabilities to use them to achieve your goals. Having a good handle on your talents and maximizing them in your day-to-day life often means you have a healthy sense of self. What brings you happiness? What helps you relax and enjoy yourself? What hobbies or activities make life meaningful for you? Everyone has a few things and people in life they don't want to change or lose. And identifying these important people and pursuits can tell you a lot about yourself. What are my values? Do I live my life accordingly? Awareness of personal values can go a long way toward outlining your sense of self. Values describe the traits you prioritize in yourself or others. Empathy, honesty, trustworthiness, kindness, and so on. Do your choices reflect your own interests or someone else's? Now, this is a very important question because I feel like a lot of us do things for other people when we should be doing a lot lot more for ourselves. So if you aren't sure how to answer this question, look at it from another angle. Would you make the same choices if you were alone? Decisions mostly grounded in your desires and goals for yourself typically reflect a strong sense of self. There are factors that can influence yourself, your sense of self. So say you had some trouble answering the questions above. Who am I really? You might be wondering, perhaps with some distress. It might reassure you to learn it's not terribly uncommon to have a somewhat blurred sense of self. This doesn't mean you've done anything wrong or that you're destined to live out your life without a clear identity. A better understanding of the factors that play a part in the formation of self-image can help you begin sharpening it. Individuation Individuation or the process through which you develop a unique self begins in childhood. To individuate successfully, children need room to explore learn and express needs and desires when we are encouraged to display our personalities without shame or guilt we can develop a strong sense of ourselves myers explains if your attempts at self-expression earn only criticism or punishment from parents friends or anyone else you might respond by ignoring your internal sense of self and i can totally relate to this because have been in that position so it may seem safer and more beneficial to reshape yourself into someone more easily accepted there are times when i have had to dumb myself down to be accepted because i always felt like um, i might not be completely understood or i might not be completely accepted by the people that i love and because i want them to accept me I might have to keep parts of myself that I would always want to be out, but I can't let them out. I can't let that part of myself out because of um, the fact that I want to be accepted by people and I want people to see me as um, this person that they can just immediately like. 
you know, seeking validation from people. And at some point, I just, like, I don't know if, if anyone else might have felt the same way about people or about um, um, wanting to be someone people accept. But it gets to a point, you get tired of trying to be that person that everybody accepts. And you're like, fudge it. <laughs> I will be me. And um, if you do not like that, then that is fine. You know, if you do not want to associate with me, then that is okay. It is completely fine. You know, everybody has their own opinions. Everybody has their own moral values. And everybody has their own behavioral values that they expect from people or from themselves. And they expect other people around them to uphold. But what happens when you're different from that line that they expect you to do? So... I can understand this exact one we are talking about here. So ignoring your internal sense of self, it may seem safer and more beneficial to reshape yourself into someone more easily accepted. That was the part that I just tried to elaborate, you know, giving an instance where um, I have felt like that, which was totally relatable to me. So let's talk about the next one, which is attachment. Your relationship with your parents or primary caregivers plays a significant role in your understanding of other relationships later in life. An insecure attachment can affect not only the development of your identity, but your behavior in adult romantic relationships. Attachment issues can be somewhat complex, but here's a quick rundown on how they relate to sense of self. When you don't feel certain of your caregiver's unconditional love and acceptance, you might tailor your behavior to earn their approval. That is, when you you have um, people that do not... um, It's still the same thing as wanting to be accepted, like individuation. So you form this attachment to them, and you now start to do things so that they would appreciate you, and you would experience that love from them and it makes you become trauma bonded to them now trauma bonding is another topic on its own that we will talk about in a later episode but let's continue the resulting praise and affection reinforce the belief that modeling yourself to fit the expectations of others is the best perhaps only way to succeed in relationships this pattern usually continues continues to play out in your future relationships as you stifle your own needs in order to fulfill the needs of your partners seeing as this is the only way to hold on to their affection then the next one is a desire to fit in if you struggle to fit in with your peers in adolescence you may have found it easier to take on the role of a social chameleon instead of holding on to your sense of self you begin shifting your identity to better fit in with multiple groups you start to have an identity crisis because you are not um, you are not acting in one um, behavioral manner you are doing different things being different people around different people so it's it's it gives you this you start to wonder like who exactly are you because this when you're here with 
this set of people you are this person when you're here with this set of people you are this person so it is actually a very bad thing because you are not yourself you are not even being close to being yourself so it's something that needs to be fixed and that is why sometimes when um, people are asked okay this particular person and um, what is she like you're like i beg i don't think i can relate to her because when she's here she's like this when she's here she's like this so i can't really tell the kind of person she is and and whatnot so accept so acceptance can be a powerful motivator if this changeable sense of self served you well during your teen years this lesson can remain with you well into adulthood and because you want to be accepted into different groups you want to be liked by everyone which is still the validation thing we're talking about you just act out in different places with no particular set identity you're just like okay i'm here and let me be um accepted by these people and then you go somewhere else and you're like i want to be accepted by these people too and then you go somewhere else like where does it end where does it end jeez (laughs) so i just feel like people should be themselves and your people will find you and your people will accept you and love you for who you are you do not need to be a certain way or take up certain characteristics to be accepted by certain people people that love you will love you so let's go on you might take on a certain persona at work another when with your family and still another when you spend time with friends switching between these different selves can make it even more difficult to unearth your true nature and you create stress for yourself which is what i was talking about earlier you start having an, an identity crisis because you, you you don't know where you belong you're here this minute you're here the next minute Ugh, like pick a struggle <laughs> you know pick a sense of self struggle so the next one is building a strong sense of self an unstable sense of self can make you feel flat and unfulfilled but it's always possible to develop a clearer self-image try these strategies to begin establishing a more concrete independent identity define your values values and personal beliefs are fundamental aspects of identity your belief system can help you recognize what matters most to you and depend and determine where you stand on important issues for example a desire to protect animal rights may lead you to choose cruelty free products and make more informed choices about the foods you eat that is you know you could decide you want to be vegan or vegetarian and um, not eat meat you know so values can help guide the that's just an example anyway i'm not saying nobody should eat meat because you know that it was just an, an example for this um episode so values can help guide the boundaries you set with others in your life if you value honesty for example you might make it clear you can't maintain a relationship with someone who lies to you you don't have to identify all your values at once but try to think about some potential ones as you go about your day 
and interact with the world. Make your own choices. Your decisions should, for the most part, primarily benefit your health and well-being. If you have a partner or children, you also want to take their needs into account. Though that shouldn't involve neglecting yourself. Remember, when your needs go unmet, you have less to offer others. Maybe you've let others make important decisions for you in the past. Your choice of college, career, or a place of residence. If so, it might feel uncomfortable, even scary, to start making decisions for yourself. Yes, yes, I have experienced this too because most times I used to like others making decisions for me like just make a decision for me so that i can do stuff because i'm always scared of wanting to make that decision by myself so um recently i started doing that for myself and i think that it's though it might be scary like i said but it's something that in order to improve your own sense of self you have to do for yourself so, yeah, that one is something that is very relatable for me too. If it is relatable for you, you know, just as you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to pick things and um, place scenarios in your head where some of these things have applied. That's why I said this particular article is the most relatable one I could find because I'm pretty sure that some of us have had experiences where we've doubted ourselves. Or where we've had some identity crisis and where we've wanted to be accepted or validated by others so that is why i'm doing this particular episode and using this particular article because it is very very relatable it's okay to start small though practice doing things because you want to do them without asking for input from others spend time alone when you want to get to know someone, you spend time with them, right? It follows then that getting to know yourself better will involve some quality time alone. Some people don't like being alone, you know. But it is very advisable to spend time alone because it gives you... How am I going to put this now? It makes you very aware of yourself, of your surroundings. And it allows you to think for yourself as at that moment you start asking yourself some um, certain questions that you might not always like get the answer if you are around a lot of people that you might not even think about those questions you won't even think about them when being around people but being on your own would allow you to appreciate um, yourself more and yeah you need to do you need to actually spend some quality time alone if you want to help your own self it might feel strange at first but it's healthy to take some time apart from others even your family or your partner use this time however you like if you'd like to maximize maximize um, self-exploration you can try experimenting with new hobbies volunteering reading more books meditating keeping a journal you know there's a lot of things to do in your alone time just use it you don't have to be completely productive you can just do something and um, just while you read time and just enjoy yourself doing the most minimal things 
Now, consider how to achieve your ideals. All the research suggests that differences between your ideal self, who you envision yourself as, and your actual self, who you really are, can contribute to feelings of dissatisfaction and even depression. In other words, knowing who you are may not be enough, though it's a very good start. Failing to honor this sense of self could have a negative impact on your emotional health. Once you have a more firmly defined sense of self, consider what you can do to align your life with your identity. You might, for example, ask yourself what changes you can make in your professional life or interaction with others. When to get help. It might feel pretty overwhelming to be begin defining your sense of self, especially if you've never given your identity much thought. If you feel stuck, consider reaching out to a mental health professional for guidance. A therapist can offer support with emotional distress that relates to your sense of self, such as low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, persistent unhappiness that stems from dissatisfaction with life workplace or relationship concerns even if you don't have any mental health symptoms therapy is still a great place to begin the self-exploration process in therapy you can identify values uncover attachment issues or problematic relationship patterns learn and practice decision-making skills explore and address unmet needs walk through any relationship concerns related to self-image the connection between mental health and an unstable sense of self goes both ways. Issues related to personal identity such as an unclear, frequently changing or distorted self-image can sometimes happen as a symptom of borderline personality disorder, histrionic personality disorder, dissociative identity and other dissociative disorders, schizophrenia, post-traumatic stress disorder, also known as PTSD. These conditions can be serious, but they are treatable. A trained mental health professional can help you explore other symptoms and offer guidance on treatment options. The bottom line is, the concept of self isn't always easy to grasp. (laughs) I swear, it's not at all. Because I remember asking someone, um, questions about um, their sense of self like what do you think do you think you are self-aware what do you think about yourself you know like what do you really think about yourself and the person was like I don't understand this question you're asking so it gave me insight only that reply alone gave me insight on the fact that this person hasn't even ever thought to sit down and think about the kind of person they are, to sit down and think about what their own traits are, if there's anything they need to improve about themselves, if there's anything they need to do to um, make their behavioral patterns better, you know, if there's anything at all that they can just help their own self with. So it just it gave me that insight, and I had to drop the topic because it's not something you just talk about with. Um, people unless they are completely open to that part of the conversation and it makes for a very very interesting conversation actually 
so um like i said the concept of of self isn't always easy to grasp in part because your identity naturally shifts and develops over life as you learn and grow it's normal to have some moments of confusion or self-doubt when you consistently feel unfulfilled or struggle to name your needs and desires consider taking the time for a little self-discovery yes consider taking the time for that self-discovery of your own self I'm laying emphasis on the self. Consider doing that. Consider sitting down and asking yourself certain questions. Consider that. Because I do not know why all of us would be going through life and just going through life, you know. We're just letting it happen. Without actually figuring out that this body and this soul that is attached to me what is it about like who am i really to myself not who i feel like i am okay this is the person i feel like i am like sometimes there's this question i i see sometimes um on tv when somebody says okay tell me about you in probably a sentence two sentences and you see people saying my name is that is not how to reply a question like that and that is why you're giving that reply is because you feel like that is how you should start but really you've not taken the time to ask yourself that question who really are you so please i hope this episode was insightful because it was for me and i really enjoyed recording this one and yes about the um what's it called about the um little grammatical error i'm a human being so you guys shouldn't expect that it will be perfect i'm not perfect i'm going to make mistakes with grammatical blunders here and there so i expect that you would be aware of those mistakes but um going on or moving on i hope you enjoyed this episode and i hope you sit down to ask yourself important questions like this and um, we will have another conversation about trauma bonding like I said maybe in like a few episodes from now but I hope you enjoyed this particular one and I'm looking forward to your feedback about this particular episode so thank you very much for listening in you know and have a very very lovely day And remember to stay safe out there. Bye.